What's up, everybody? This is Resident Daryl from the Loot Bros Podcast, and I want to invite you to our very special 12-hour gaming stream we are hosting to raise money for the March of Dimes. The event will be held April 18th from noon to midnight Eastern Time at twitch.tv slash the Loot Bros Podcast. We would love for all of the support you can give. Even if you can't donate, please join us as we'll be playing video games for 12 hours, completing various dares and challenges, and recording the Loot Bros Podcast live on the stream. We look forward to seeing you there, and again, that is April 18th from noon to midnight Eastern Time, twitch.tv slash the Loot Bros Podcast. Let's talk about it, Hunter, always say. Go Christ. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm your coronavirus-free host, Resident Daryl, and alongside me is the only other man standing, the T-Bird. Hello. What's up, T-Bird? How you doing today? Uh, great. Uh, the coronavirus, not gonna die. It sounds like, right right before the show, it sounds like your roommates were getting ready to go voluntarily infect themselves. Uh, yes. If they are, I am just going to stay in my truck for a month. <laughs> just put a little tent around your truck? <laughs> ah, I got that truck, but I got a bed cover, man. I can just oh, stay under right. that. That's right. It's like a giant sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we are uh, in the midst of a official pandemic. Uh, we've been constantly making coronavirus jokes uh, in and off the show. And now, as of today, businesses are shutting down, festivals are closing, the NFL, the NBA, MLB, all that stuff, um, all of the major sports uh, factions are taking either extended leave or weeks off before their seasons start. The local colleges are pushing back spring breaks. They're talking about canceling schools. Um, it's it's getting kind of wild and crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it went from uh, it went from something just to joke about to something to be really, really serious about. And then now there's uh, tents. There's big giant white tents popping up around the hospitals. So, rumor has it, T Bird, that, that by next week they're expected to have to be filling up the hospitals uh, here in the states with coronavirus infected. Oh, fun! Are you saying I like from? Wife. Are you saying from like other countries or just? No, 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 just here. The, okay. It's apparently spreading to the point now. Like uh, my wife, when she got to work tonight, she had texted me and said that they uh, the the white tents are up at the hospital. Oh Lord. Yep, so they're getting ready for them. So it's crazy, man. Yeah. So and here we are. It's just you and me. I mean, uh, Frosty got the coronavirus. Uh, Josh got the coronavirus. So that's it. They're gone. <laughs> they did already. <laughs> Later. <laughs> they're not even dead from the coronavirus. They're just, they just, they just, just they just died. It's like butt juice or something like that. <laughs> what was it they said that one time that you weren't on the show? You, uh, Sipping on some butt juice or OD'd on some butt juice. I think it was, it was something to do with butt juice. Nah, anyway, so that's what they they don't have the coronavirus. They got the butt juice virus. So I say let's break right into the show with a toast because I am dragging uh, balls and I am super thirsty. You ready to do this? Yeah. 
All right, so this week uh, I would like to crack open a big fat toast to everyone who has left us a review on iTunes. We got a few extra reviews this week, and I put a post in our Facebook group, uh, and uh, I saw that someone had asked, how in fact do you leave said review? So before we break into our toast, if you are listening to the Loot Bros Podcast and you like what you hear, take a minute to go to iTunes I don't know that Google Play has a review spot more so than it does just have like a little heart that you can click on. Um, I think CastBox, you can leave messages, but iTunes is the big one. Uh, if you go, Even if you don't listen to the show on iTunes, but you want to take a minute to go to iTunes and leave a review, uh, you just go to the show, The Loot Bros Podcast, and you just have a little section, three, four little scroll downs where it'll say ratings and reviews, leave us some stars, write a little review, and you wouldn't believe how much that helps. And the way it works is this, is iTunes has an algorithm. And the more plays, reviews, and downloads and all that such that you get, uh, it pulls you farther and farther up the respected podcast lists. And it is very, very important that we get higher up that list because more people can see the show when they're just scrolling around or they're looking for certain types of podcasts. So, that being said, T-Bird, let's crack one off. And I'm going to read out some of these reviews from this week. Oh, Lord. <laughs> It's hard to slurp on coffee because it's so hot. Yeah, and when you said you were going to heat it up before the show, too, I'm like, oh, yep, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. All right, so the first review we have uh, says, Great podcast. It says, Great gaming show for everyone and the in-between. A must-listen. That is from a Roman uh, Prokopchuk. I don't, sorry if I butchered your last name, but thank you so much, Roman. The next review we have uh, it says, your man's an M. Keep them coming. I love me some good old game spiel. Uh, and that is from Dylan. So thank you so much, Dylan. We appreciate it. A little slurp for you. And the next one says, funny. Because I'm not a gamer, and I do not pretend to understand any of it. Capitalize the word, but. Uh, these hosts make it really interesting, and good Lord, they are funny. Keep it up. That is from Melanie. Thank you so much, Melanie, for the kind words. Ah, so that is three of the reviews we got this week. Now I have not checked the uh, the other stores, the UK store, the Australian store, things like that, uh, the Chinese iTunes, the all the other different ones. I have not had a chance to check those this week. So if there's more on there, I will do some digging and I will bring those up for next week. But as I said before, this is the Loot Bros Podcast. We are a general gaming and really bad dad joke, sometimes slightly offensive joke podcast. Uh, if you like the show, like, review, subscribe, follow us on all the different socials and all the different places that you can go and find the content. Uh, this week's official topic will actually be delayed until the next podcast, seeming as it's just me and T-Bird tonight. Uh, and we have a large amount of community questions. Tonight's episode will be mainly focused around some of these fantastic community questions that we got. So we will hang on to our topic until next week when hopefully the guys have recovered from the butt juice virus and they can make it back on the show. <laughs> if you got an Instagram and a Twitter and things like that, you can find us, The Loot Bros Podcast. The best place to interact with us is the Loot Bros Facebook group. And we have a Discord. I will put the link to the Discord in the show notes. It is something we have not utilized like we used to, and I plan on changing that. 
I heard a really fantastic conversation between uh, CJ and one of his guests, who is also a listener of our show. And it was really awesome to hear. It was really inspiring as well. Um, the guy was like talking about how he doesn't necessarily have gaming friends in real life. And as a matter of fact, the type of friends that he had, it seemed like that he wasn't really comfortable talking about games and his, his passion of playing video games. And so he turned to Discord and just being a part of the different Discord communities and having a place to go and talk with like-minded people. And I know our biggest focus has been the Facebook group because that's been one of the easiest places to grab a group of people and talk games. But I understand that other people tend to use Discord, and that's pretty hot and on fire for for gaming. So uh, this is my promise to you guys, the listeners of Loot Bros. We will double down and use our Discord more. And if that is a place where you'd like to go and be a part of different gaming channels, we will definitely be putting some content in there. Now, as of the time this show posts, I will have something in there, something ridiculous. Uh, and I just want to put a plug out there for my, uh, my other show, 2236, a survival horror podcast. I was able to recover some of the old and quote lost episodes that we had released in the past few years. Uh, and Donnie and I got together late 2019 and did a review for the Resident Evil 2 remake. And then we had some computer issues and lost that episode. Well, he was able to recover it. So I will be re-releasing these shows. Some of them, most of them no one's ever heard before. Uh, but there's there's several now. And I have my review of Dawn of Fear coming up this month as well. So if you just if you're looking for something a little more themed towards survival horror and horror games in general. Uh, I've also got some great guests lined up coming up for that show as well. And we're going to talk different types of horror. So even though it is going to be centered around survival horror games, because those are ones that I'm very fond of, I will be bringing in other guests from various podcasts to talk about horror games that aren't necessarily the uh, survival horror types. With all that being said, T-Bird, why don't you tell us what you've been playing? Well. I've only been playing really just one game, and that's uh, Devil May Cry 5. Ooh. Man, that game, that game is special. <laughs> it's really good. I, I, I think I got like three more missions left, and I just oh, started so you're it. plowing through it. Yeah, I, I play, started playing it last Saturday evening, and hadn't played it, I played it all weekend, and then just started playing it again right before the show, so... The game's great. Heck yeah, dude. I don't want to say, like, like you'll appreciate the story, though, because I'm sure you played all all of them, right? I played, yeah, I played all the Devil May Cry's. Yeah, so there's a lot of, at least from, like, at least from the comparison videos I've seen, there's a lot of callbacks. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so some cool. There's some cool stuff. Like, yeah. I guess I'll say this, like, you can, I think it was, like, in Devil May Cry 3, you get the, um, the nunchucks from Killing the Service. Yeah. Yeah, they're back. <laughs> and they're awesome. Yeah, I was sold whenever I saw that you could uh, take a motorcycle, break it in half, and then start beating people with it. Oh, so. dude, that is my like hands down my favorite weapon. It's so nasty. It's basically just chainsaws. Yeah, that's what it looked like. So what's crazy is I started the game on Xbox. I've got it on both Xbox and PS4. Yeah, and it just I started on Xbox just because where I was at in the house when I had a moment to play. And when I, saw, when I started playing the game, I was like, whoa, this is, not only is it gorgeous, but this is so much fun. So I right. only played it for a little bit, and I said, I'm going to play this upstairs in my office 
full blown surround sound just on my you know my PS4. That's where I want to. That's where I want to experience this game. And I, I just haven't gotten to it yet. I've put so many other things in front of it. So it is. I'm moving up on the list of my backlog games. So as soon as I finish Vanquish, that's the next game I play. Yeah, dude. I, man, I don't know if it's just like the me playing on PC if it's like this on console or not. But I I just got like a new character reveal and. The, you you can see the pores on the guy's face. That's insane, dude. I'm like, wow. And this is actually I mean, my first. Good. This is actually my first experience with the RE engine because I oh, had never really? played. Yeah, I never played seven. Oh, okay. So I'm like yeah, well, blown that, away by how like well this like engine runs. That's crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you should play. I mean, you should play seven, dude. Seven is something special. I've talked about seven a lot over the years in various shows and. And it it's even though it's not my favorite Resident Evil, like it is one of the most tense and just it's a good looking game too. Like a really good looking game. Yeah. Uh I think you should play seven. So especially right. if you it, if you're I looking have... for a palate cleanser after the stylistic action game that is Devil May Cry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I have every intention of going back and playing that. Just don't know if I wanna play a horror game right now. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Well, you got to make sure your heart's go uh, ready. <laughs> so, the latest uh, episode of 2236 I did with Donnie, uh, we talked about Resident Evil 7 a good bit. And, uh, <clears throat> oh, wait, excuse me. Let me, uh, trophy! We played, uh, we talked about uh, Resident Evil 7 on there a good bit before and after the show and during the show a little bit. Yeah. And uh, we're just kind of going through it. And I was like, man, the more we talk about it, the more I want to go back and play it again. So and I saved that platinum. I haven't got the platinum in it yet. I'm saving it for like one of my milestones. Yeah. So you just say you got to get it to where you're like one trophy away. Yeah. See, and that's what I need to be doing Resident Evil 2 right now because I've been playing a couple random games, like nothing really specific. As far as I haven't had a ton of time this week, I uh, did a little bit of traveling this week, so I've been playing my Vita a good bit. So I uh, I played Super Destronaut Land Wars. It came out this week. Uh, Levi, one of our listeners and a friend of mine, we were talking back and forth about it, and I enjoyed the first Super Destronaut game because it was more of like a space shooter. This one's more of a first-person shooter in a Tron-style world, but you still have the uh, Galaga-looking enemies but they're just in like a, almost like a 3d space mm-hmm. so it's a really really simple turn your brain off and just shoot stuff listen to edm kind of game okay. i think you can get the platinum in an hour i caught myself i actually put something on our facebook group about it. i caught myself playing the game for a while and then like my kids were getting their baths and getting ready for bed and i got the platinum but i had like racked up a, a high score and the, and the trophy was get 300,000 points in classic mode. And I got to like 1.3 or 1.7 million, something crazy like that. And I've been playing that that particular round for 23rds. I think I played the game for like two hours, like just in one sitting this week. And it wasn't that, and I was listening to a podcast. And that was the thing is like, kind of like my little callback to what I said earlier in the show. I was listening to uh, Push to Plat. And CJ and uh, Gareth, his, his uh, guest that night, we're just really talking about gaming and really talking about like what it's like to be an adult, but then not necessarily have like life that you can share your passion with, with gaming and, and things like that. 
And I just got to thinking, I was like, listen, I was really into the show. And I was really thinking about how, like, outside of the podcast, I don't really get to talk about games that much either. Uh, and it's been cool, you know, having, like, I mean, me and you have talked about games. Um, but, like, yeah. we do. Very easy to talk about that when right, we work we together. Do, but see, when outside of, like, work, you know, and then the show, you know, I'm just like, I don't really, I don't know. And my, my wife it, it could care less, you know. So, like, if I want to talk about games, I got to wait till Friday or then I come bug you about some stuff, but you're not playing all the stuff I'm playing. And so, yeah. Outside of that, you know, then and, and since we've met Levi and Levi's been listening to the show, now we text back and forth about games. So I feel like I'm getting, you know, more of that time to talk, but it's been a while, you know, and, and it, it's crazy how like important that kind of stuff gets to, to be. So uh, you you want to ha- share your passions with people. You want to talk about stuff. Same thing goes when we were playing music, traveling, doing music stuff. You know, it's like when I go out to eat with my wife's friends and her their husbands and crap like that. They're like, uh, you know, oh you, how about them gamecocks? And I'm like, man, freaking, I don't care. <laughs> how about them breakdowns, man? How about them trophy pops? But it's just it's just this <laughs> is not the same. Uh, but anyway, so I, I'm playing this game, and it, that that conversation was just really, really just hitting home and I was listening to it and I was really digging it. And I was like, man, this is, uh, this is something right here. I'm really, really enjoying this. So, uh, that being said, uh, I've spent way more time in the game than I should have, but I enjoyed myself. Uh, I fired up dead or alive five last round on PS4 this morning before work. Uh, no, not this morning, yesterday morning before work. Uh, it was, you know, dead or alive five. I've already beaten it on Vita and PS3. And two different versions of it on PS3. So I'm just going to go through the campaign mode and kind of get that 20, 30% of the trophies or whatever. Uh, it's a fun game. I really enjoy it. And I, I don't own Dead or Alive 6 yet. So I'm just kind of getting my Dead or Alive fix. I fired up some Sonic Forces just to try it out. You know, I heard that Sonic Forces was good. I haven't really played Sonic games since I was a kid. So I played a little bit of Sonic Forces, and it's pretty neat. It's I don't know that I'm feeling it right now. I don't know that's what I want to spend my time on. But it's one of our PS Plus games, so. Is that the um, the retro? Like the reimagined no, retro No, that one's uh, Generations, I believe. That's right. This one's a mixture of old school and current, you know, uh, Sonic. So it's got your 3D sections like you would Sonic. CD and various Sonic games like that. And then it's got like your 2D side scroll Sonic stuff. Um, essentially, the yeah. story is Sonic's been captured. So you have to kind of play this new character that you create who gets pretty cool power ups and stuff. And you're working with Knuckles and the gang to try to save him. But you also kind of like fl- flip from story to story. Like, so Sonic, he's breaking free from Eggman and he's trying to escape. And it's it's a thing. If you ever watch the Sonic cartoon, you know, like the show, it very much falls in line with that. So if you enjoy the Sonic show, you'll probably enjoy this game. Uh, for me, it's not, I mean, my kids enjoy Sonic, but even, I don't know, it's hard to get them off Fortnite anymore. So, uh, but that being said, the, um, I played Among the Sleep. It is a. How'd you like that? It's not bad. And it's actually, it's got a wild message. <laughs> uh, it's one of those indie games, first person horror style games. And you are a child and you're, you're going through all these like nightmarish environments and these things. And what you're learning is that your parents, I, I'm assuming are divorced They're that you're definitely 
as you're going through the different environments and you're seeing this monster and you're seeing these these memories and these drawings and stuff that you're making, like you you're learning that your parents are splitting up, they're fighting a lot, there's something's bad about everything. And so it was a it had a couple jump scares to it. Decent little game, couple hours. Three, four, five hours. I don't remember. It didn't feel like it took forever to play. That's just one of the games that me and my youngest, he's a little horror nut. He loves scary games. That's something he wanted to play, so we we played it together, passed the controller between me, him, and my daughter, and um, we had a good time. So it was uh, it's not too long. The trophies kind of suck in it. Yeah, if if you're gonna play through it just for the trophies, which it doesn't have a platinum, so it's already it already kind of sucks for that. But it's a lot of collectibles. Yeah, I, I started a while back trying to just 100 percent it and saw it was a bunch of collectibles. And I was like, I'm yeah, good. It's a lot of yeah, it's <laughs> so a lot like, of collectibles. Yeah, I just didn't feel like watching a guide while trying to play that and game. And that's essentially what I feel like you'd have to do, because I'm a pretty thorough player when I play games. And I got a ton of collectibles, because there's like a little gallery you can go through. But at the end of it, it just... I don't know, man. It just wasn't... It wasn't... The trivia sucks. And I don't know that... I'm not in the in a collectible space right now. Like, all the games that I'm playing that have collectibles, I haven't been bothering with it. It basically... If I'm looking at a trophy list right now and I'm it's got a bunch of collectibles, I just don't feel like doing that. So I'm just beating the game and pat even the Call of Duties that their collectibles are generally not that hard to find. When I just played through all the Black Ops games and all the Modern Warfare games, like I didn't get all the collectibles. I got maybe half of them and it's just if I see it, I see it. If I don't, I don't. But I just don't feel like spending my time hunting crap down that I don't care about right now. So Yeah. Uh, and then the most important game I played this week, and the one that I really just, you know, I can't speak highly enough. If you're listening to this right now, and you're thinking, okay, I'm looking for a game recommendation, pick up Vanquish. The PS3 version, the PS4 version, the Xbox One version, I don't care. This game is straight fire. It is so good. I played it on the old gen stuff. I've got it on... Uh, um. PS3, I got. I think I had it on Xbox 362. I don't even remember. But Vanquish is so much freaking fun. It is so fast paced. It's good action. The game looks good. It's fun to play. Uh, you know, I'm just kind of sitting here uh, while you were you know talking about what you were playing. I picked up turn. I just right where I left off a few nights ago, and I was in the middle of a little bit of a boss battle, like a like a mid boss. And as you're talking, I just finished him off and got a trophy. You know, and it's just it's just you. It's it's when I say it's fast paced, it's a third person shooter, right? But you're in like a like a not, not a rope, yeah, but mech not mech suit in the sense of you're in a giant robot suit, like mech suit as in you're in like an Iron Man suit. It's a power. Let's say it's yeah, power it's armor. like power armor. It's like an Iron Man suit. You've got like butt thrusters and like like propulsion stuff on your feet, and essentially what you do is you run around, you shoot stuff, and then you can hit R one or you know LB. Excuse me, L1 or LB. And then you just start rocket sliding. And you can slide the whole map until your energy runs out. And just these, you can, and you're, you're, you throw your gun backwards and just, you just start shooting and killing something. It is so fun to play. Like it is ridiculous. Like it ain't got no, no business being this fun to play. So Vanquish is great. Uh, I know that it's got an absurdly hard challenge mode. So getting the trophies is going to be, you know, getting the platinum is very difficult. And I don't know that I'm going to go for the platinum. I did say, you know, I was talking to Tricky. I said the two of us needed to go for the platinum. And I might, I don't know. 
right now I'm just enjoying the game, having a blast with it. So I can't speak highly enough about Vanquish. So, but that's me. That's all I've been playing. I am at, and I did want to say I am sitting at 197 uh, platinums. And so I'm going to put a poll in the Facebook group for my milestone of 200 platinum. I did say I wanted to make that Resident Evil 2 remake, and that is, you know, kind of top of my personal list. But I'm going to put a little poll out there, and I'm going to let the community vote on what game they want to be my 200th platinum. You know, I think that the milestones are pretty important. You know, my 100th platinum was Killer is Dead. That's one of my just favorite games. I really, really enjoyed that game. And so uh, I'm going to put it out there and let the community vote and see what they want me to go for. But with that being said, I'm going to move on over to the Loot Bros leaderboards. Now, the PC Master Race Loot Bros leaderboard is still not functioning correctly. Uh, we were messing with it the other day, trying to get it to load properly. It actually, when it reloaded, because it was, it was just showing the total score of the people who had been in the leaderboard since its inception. We switched it over to days, and now it's only got three people in the room. It went from like six or seven to three. So, but with that being said, I'm gonna read it out. In first place, Kali 21 with one Steam achievement. Brandon 7906 with zero, and Kevin Ryan with zero. That is your PC master race. <laughs> now, I know you got a bunch of them, Tanner, but it's, you're you're not in the on the leaderboard anymore. I don't want to talk I about know, it. That's frustrating. Try again. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Now, I'm going to hop on over to the True Trophies yeah, I'll figure uh, something out. leaderboard. This, week's, this week is actually looking a little weak. Uh, we had Dat One Seagal take a dive and removed himself from the leaderboard, he said. And I'm looking right now, and I don't see him. So it looks like he's definitely off the leaderboard. Uh, but he has forfeited his position leaderboard. And I think he tried to dunk the donk, and the affectatious donk dunked back a little too hard. And now he has fallen on the sword, committed Harry Carey, and is no longer competing in the Loot Bros leaderboard. So in first place, it is the affectatious donk with 118 trophies. In second place, it is the resident Daryl with 59 trophies. Two of those being platinums, by the way. And in third place, it is Mr. TMNT84 with 43 trophies. Now, I want to save the best for last because this right here, <laughs> it warms my heart. <laughs> if you head on over to the True Achievements leaderboard, in first place, Gwen's Candle with 2,186 achievement points. And Gwen has also updated her bio to say, <laughs> it says Gwen's Candle, finger licking goodness. <laughs> the fact that that is a thing, that that exists, God. is amazing. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think I, ha I know who it is I too, but I, I don't want to know that is. I'm just going to let the mystery be there. Uh, and even if I do find out for sure, I'm just going to pretend that I don't know. In second place, it is the Resident Daryl with 2,105 achievement points. Somebody's been playing their Xbox One a whole bunch lately. 
And then in third place, bringing up the rear, as per usual, it is Dump Liquor with 425 achievement points. So we got Gwen's Candle in front and the Dump Liquor in the back. <laughs> the jokes just write themselves. Yeah. Better joke. <laughs> uh, all right. So as I said before, we're going to save this week's official topic. Until next week, hopefully we'll have, like I said, co-host back from the butt juice virus. But if you head on over to the Loot Bros Facebook group, or if you want to write into the to the podcast at the Loot Bros Podcast at gmail.com, we'll read your community questions on the show. And this week, Joseph Priestley writes in and asks, Doom or Animal Crossing? Well, I've already pre-ordered my Doom, so yeah. Ooh, snap. You excited about Doom Eternal? Oh, yeah. I was hoping I could go ahead and pre-install it, but they're all like, no, can't do that until March <laughs> March 20th. Yeah, can't, can't do that coronavirus. Yeah. It'll spread the disease <laughs> over fi- uh, internet files. That's right. Um, I am not by... Okay, I've got it on my calendar. My wife and I have a shared Google calendar. And we put all of our events on there and things that we need to come up that are paying things we need to pay attention to and stuff like that. And anytime I, there's something where we're going to need to spend some money, I try to put that on there as well. I put all of the video games I plan on buying this year on my calendar. And it's on the calendar to buy the game, to buy Doom Eternal. But I told myself I would finish Doom 3 and Doom 2016 first. And I have not completed that goal yet because I got sidetracked with Vanquish. And now I'm over here talking about putting Devil May Cry in front of it as well. <laughs> so I haven't committed to not buying it, but I haven't committed to buying it. I'm just going to kind of wait and see until the day of and maybe that launch trailer or maybe, I don't know. We'll see. I'm on the fence about that one. Well, so, you do get Doom 64 if you pre-order it. Uh, okay, I'm getting it. <laughs> I forgot about that. And it's funny as Levi had just texted me that. Actually, the text message that went off earlier in the show was Levi talking about how you get Doom 64 with it. So, yeah, you're right. I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I got to beat those other games. But speaking of, Levi Thomas writes in and says, what have you been feeding spider packs? He's lethal. So... <laughs> Me and the trio, the Ellisor trio, went out of town this week, and uh, we met uh, Levi for dinner. And he's on one side of the table, Pax is beside me, and then I'm on the other end. And Paxton, the whole night, kept farting at the table, just straight ripping them. And our waitress came over there, and she, it was like making my eyes water. They were so bad. And she walks up. I'm like, I'm sorry. That's not me. That's my son. And of course, my wife's like, no one's going to believe that. No one's going to believe that you didn't fart. A likely thing for you to blame it on your five-year-old. But it was so freaking bad. And I'm just like, dude. I like leaned over. I was like, did you fart? He's like, yeah. <laughs> Straight killing us. So I'm going to answer that question with uh, red meat and gunpowder. Yeah, that sounds like a good combination of getting really, really smelly farts. Yep, so that's what it is. All right, T-Bird, this one's for you. Raven uh, Gordon writes in and says, 
You got one superpower, but it only gets activated when you get a boner. What would it be? <laughs> also, <laughs> my piece my pee has been burning and it smells like marshmallows. Should I be concerned? So. Well, for the second part of the question, I'd say, yeah, I never heard of someone's pee smelling like marshmallows. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's a lot of marshmallows. I wouldn't worry about it. I mean, it's probably coronavirus. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, Raven. You're going to die then. <laughs> All right. What's your superpower, Tanner? Uh, I guess I'm gonna go super strength. You got all the blood rushing, it just makes all the other muscles bigger too, right? <laughs> so every time you pop wood, you get super strong. Yeah, it's like quick, let me get on the bench press. I've got a boner. <laughs> I right, just gotta start breaking stuff with your it's boner. Like, what happens if you need your super strength, but you don't, in fact, have a boner? Oh, that's a good question. All right, here's your scenario, Tanner. All right, you're out in public, and a bus is full of children and nuns is about to fall off of the side of a bridge. All right, it's up to you to pick said bus up and get it back on the bridge without everyone falling to their death. How do you get your super strength? I just keep a... (laughs) (laughs) I keep... I keep... uh... A Gwen's candle on me at all times. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> the smell of it would just get me there. There you <laughs> It's oh no, these people are in trouble. Maybe what do I do? My candle. <laughs> ah, I'll save you. Well, I'm going to say my power would be the power of flight <laughs> so, so fly around the boner basically <laughs> i was thinking about invisibility but that would just be awkward like, let's keep bumping it, into people it, <laughs> <laughs> like what touched me yeah, but then you, it's like oh, i got a really awkward boner and i can't no one can see me but that's probably i don't know that might not be too bad but then again if you get some weird perv that might be recipe for disaster mm-hmm. and then i was thinking uh you know the X-ray vision, but I don't know. So like, I'm gonna go with flight. So, good question. All right, Zach Cheney writes in, and he says, "Is there a game that you like but you won't obtain all the trophies or achievements? If so, why?" Uh, definitely Witcher Three, because I'm not putting in all that time figuring out where all the ingredients are for armor sets, finding the recipes for armors and stuff like that. I'm good. Well, I just talked about it earlier. Basically, at this point in life, anything with collectibles. And that's probably subject to change depending on the game. But right now, I just don't feel like the fetch quest for collectibles just is not where I want to be. And I like, I'm looking at Vanquish and those challenge modes. I hear they're just they're really, really tough. And actually, it scared me off of the PS3 version like to finish the challenge modes. So I don't know. I, I, I like the game. I just don't know that that's what I want to do with my time. And I'm sitting here looking at Bayonetta because I'm looking at my home screen on my PlayStation. I got Vanquish and Bayonetta side by side. And I like the Bayonetta a lot, but that game's freaking hard. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm going to go with those. So CJ Anderson writes in, and this is not a question, but a warning. 
He says, I understand that that one Seagal has withdrawn from the PS leaderboard for the Loot Bros. Let this be a warning to you all. You pretend to be the donk, but you will never be, excuse me, you pretend to be the donk and you will donk out. Hashtag not even trying. Hashtag game for fun. Hashtag spammed out. Hashtag F the donk. So the gauntlet has been laid. The challenge has been thrown. You guys are not on CJ's level. Fair enough. <laughs> there's no I can't way. Keep up with them. Yeah, there's there's no way I can keep up with that either. I mean, like even if you took my Xbox and my PlayStation list together, I still wouldn't have broke a hundred trophies between the two. So I I can't. I, I ain't donking on nothing. But yeah, I, right, do like, I, Priest, I was gonna say I do ahead. like I, like that one hashtag you put in there. Play games are fun. That's what I do yep. now. Because trying to do that trophy war stuff. About ruin me from like playing games, period. Well, I have always game for fun, and even the games that I stack my trophies and you know I get my fix for, I, I enjoy that. So for me, it's nothing. And I listen to CJ and Cool Kid Joe's uh, uh, trophy and achievement hunting podcast called P2P Level Cap or Push to Plat Level Cap, and uh, you know they talk about you know that's that is fun that is adrenaline inducing to get your levels to get your platinums to get your hundred percents and for me it's just a matter of time I, I, the war of attrition the fight for time I just don't have it so yeah I try to get in what I can you know and sometimes <laughs> I question you know the, the the short little burst of gaming that I get and I knock out a cheap easy game then I'm sitting thinking well I could have knocked out a mission on Vanquish or I could have knocked out a mission on Doom. So, but some of those games, it just doesn't feel like an hour or two is enough. You got to have a good stretch. Anything less than that, you don't even want to turn them on. All right, Joseph Priestley writes in and asks, should WWE cancel WrestleMania due to the coronavirus? Uh, I say, yeah. Because how many people do they usually, how many people oh, do they oh, usually like, have in there? 90-something thousand people at WrestleMania? Yeah, let's not put 90,000 people in a stadium. And that's not counting the tens of thousands of people that come and just from to be overseas. a part of WrestleMania week. Yeah. I mean, I mean, people fly from all over the world to be a part of WrestleMania, and then WrestleMania week, there's multiple events. All the other wrestling promotions are doing their stuff that same week. So WrestleMania is, let's say it's in Orlando, which I don't even remember where it's at this year. But we're going to say Orlando for the conversation's sake. WrestleMania is in Orlando, and all the surrounding areas, all of your, your AEWs, your little independent wrestlings, all of your your legends guys, they're going to be doing panels and little uh, little Comic Con style setups where people are going to go and meet wrestlers and and do the meet and greets and do the pictures and stuff. I mean, there's going to be there's ninety something thousand people in the arena, but there's hundred thousand plus people in the area, not counting the locals that live there. So, yeah, I don't know. I think I honestly, because there's so many millions and millions of dollars tied up in this, and people have spent tens of thousands of dollars already to be a part of this. I mean, I'm, this may change next week because it seems like we're getting ramped up, but like we're not pers. I mean, like at least in where we're at, you know, we're not seeing a ton happening with this virus. You know, I don't personally know anybody who has the virus, so. 
it's kind of armchair quarterback here, but it doesn't seem like it's all that big of a deal yet. Even though everyone's starting to panic, people have bought up all the toilet paper. I'm down to one roll in my house, and I got no choice but to take my gun shopping with me tomorrow. Hey, if, if you legit need some toilet paper, let me know, because the store right beside my house has always got it. Oh, well, I mean, I was kind of joking. I only have one roll in the house, but I didn't realize that until we got back from Greenville today. <laughs> it was like, everyone's dropping deuce, and we're down to one roll. I'm like, oh, God, no. I'm going to be one of those people. I got to go out there and buy toilet paper in the midst of all this. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. I, I, I would I would hope not. Honestly, I mean, not everyone's canceling everything, but a lot of people are. So I don't know, man. I would say, should they? Possibly. Selfishly, do I want them to? Freak no. But then again, I mean, even if the even if the the crowd isn't there, because I believe is what the UFC people are fighting in front of the arenas, um, the NBA and, and the NBA and was going to do that, but they. They just shut the whole season down. He wouldn't. Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't play in front of Andy Arena. I don't know, man. Like it's funny because I posted a meme on Facebook, (laughs) and it was like, uh, it's like all these professional athletes having to play in arenas full of you know empty seats, and then it was uh, what's his face, the guy that played the Green Goblin in uh, Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking he, about. He, he had the name. noose around his neck, and he's like looking at it. He's like, first time. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's how it was being in a band. So, but I get it. They're, they're millionaires. They don't, they don't, they don't do that anymore. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with a selfishly no, but most likely they will. Especially with the next week if it gets crazy. Uh, Jared writes in on the same topic, says, with the current Wuhan virus madness, when... We are all locked up inside our homes. What games, movies, and TV shows will you watch as the world burns? The Last of Us, The Walking Dead, Resident Evil, Mad Max, Left 4 Dead, Destroy All Humans, 12 Monkeys, Outbreak, Contagion, dot, 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 Waterworld, question mark. I'm going to go, um, I'm going to say, I'm going to hammer down my backlog. I'm going to watch professional wrestling. I'm going to finish up The Strain. That's a poke, post, poke, geez. A post-apocalyptic show right there, but with vampires. Uh, so I'm going to watch. I'm going to finish up the strain. I'm going to play some Vanquish, uh, and then I'm going to move on into some Devil May Cry, as I said earlier. And I'll sprinkle in a couple of these indie games that I'm dabbling with that I've got left on my list. And then I think with the kids, I'm going to be playing some of this Call of Duty Battle Royale. But you, T Bird. Yeah, just tackle my backlog. Especially if, if it is going to be next week, then I mean, I can just play Doom and finish it in one, one or two sittings. <laughs> then maybe, I don't know, start some new bit, some, another giant game that I have. Yep. Don't, so really watch too many, don't really watch too many TV shows or movies, so. I started watching, uh, what's that show on Amazon? <laughs> Freaking The Boys. Is that any good? Eh. You know, I don't know. I was told it was really, really vulgar and really, like, just graphic. And although it is kind of, I mean, it's pretty vulgar, but it's pretty graphic at times. It's not as bad as the comic. Like, I read the first volume, like, the first graphic novel of The Boys. Yeah. And it's pretty terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's a really good premise. 
You know, it's like you have all these all these superheroes or people that are born with superhero like abilities, and they get all this fame and all this status. And so then what happens is people elevate them to like superstars. And then you have these firms and these social media experts representing them, and then they're almost governed like their property, like like it's a giant reality TV show being a superhero. And then there's so much red tape and laws around what they can and can't do that when they do act, it's almost like it's got to be staged for TV so they get their ratings and their brand up. It's a really neat premise because it takes the idea of what superheroes are you know, in your movies and your comics now, but then you're you know, making it like a reality TV show, making it like, a, like it's staged almost where you have to be you know, there's so many lawyers involved. You have to perform things in a certain way. And then, and then of course, they're also just naturally rotten human beings. So they, you know, they're evil at times and they do things that they shouldn't. And it seems like every single one of them's got some like closeted, awful habit or thing that they do. It's, it's neat. It's very neat. I, I watched, I think, three episodes, four episodes and kind of fell off of it. So I don't know. I might go back and finish up the boys. It's not love, but it's definitely interesting. So I dig it. And but the, the strain is what I'm hot on right now. I watched the first two seasons, like when they first came out, and then I went back and just recently rewatched the second season again because I felt like I missed some stuff, and I wasn't all that familiar with it. I'm getting ready to go into the third season, or I might actually many, be one episode in. I was like, how many seasons are there of that? Because I remember, I think me and you started watching that around the same time. There's four seasons now. Okay. It's really good. Yep, it's on Hulu. And if you're listening to the show and you're like, oh, what's the strain? Uh, If you can imagine a a post-apocalyptic zombie-style outbreak, but with vampires. So essentially what happens is a strain of almost like a worm-like parasite turns people into vampires. They're called Strigoli. And you have a group of people who are fighting them, and then and it goes from a very small, contained outbreak where it's building almost like an underground army into it's a where I'm at in the show. It's gone worldwide, so it's global pandemic. Now it seems like the Strigoli are taking over all the major cities and all of the the giant all the areas or whatever. Um, that you found another group of vampires that are like blade style, so it's like they're vampires but they fight the rabid vampires it's it kind of me explaining it actually probably takes away from the, how grounded in the quality of the show uh but it's uh, i think uh guillermo del toro is one of the executive producers or he actually wrote part of the show or something like that so it's very good it's very very interesting i really really enjoy it and it's it's pretty graphic when it comes to the gore and stuff for an fx show so I very much enjoy that one. So I'll finish it. Levi writes in again and says, are most or any of the loot bros getting doom next week? T-Bird, I know you said you are, and I'm mm-hmm. on the fence. Nah, just the other guys, Let's go buy it, man. Yep. As for the other guys, they got the uh, butt juice virus. So the only doom they've got is coming out of their anus. Uh, that one kind of fell flat. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I'll be here all night. <laughs> uh, all right, so Joseph Priestley writes in again, and he says, what if the coronavirus is just the T-virus in disguise? 
Oh lord. <laughs> That's not good. No. <laughs> no bueno. Uh I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go ahead and call it. I'm gonna say it is. I don't like that idea, so I'm not gonna even say yes. I hope it's not. <laughs> yeah, that that actually would be terrible. Like the, when you think about it, like when you watch zombie shows and zombie movies and play zombie games and read zombie books. Oh god, I might have a problem. Uh, but when you when you're consumed in all that stuff like I am, it's really really interesting, it's really neat. And then whenever you start here and all these major events are you're getting canceled and festivals are getting canceled and schools getting canceled and there's this giant virus that's spreading around and it's making people sick. It's like, "Oh wait, you know what? This just got a lot less cool whenever you start actually implementing something like that in real life." Mm-hmm. So hopefully it is in fact not the T virus. It's the G virus. The the D virus, the diarrhea virus. Oh. Or what's the one from Resident Evil Four? Uh that was the Los Pelagas. Yeah, it's gonna be that one. The parasites. The C virus was in six. This is the coronavirus with a C. Oh, so it's going to be rated really poorly and butchered <laughs> by everybody. <laughs> it's going to get real weird. People are going to start turning into T-Rexes. <laughs> I saw that clip of that today, and I was like, really? That's a Resident Evil game? <laughs> it, it, it's crazy. If you played just Leon's campaign alone, that first couple hours is really good. That last couple hours gets really weird. <laughs> It's like they start off making the game. And they're like, oh, man, we're going to get it. We're going to do ultimate Resident Evil. And then they start doing drugs. And then before you know it, they're like, oh, my God, this is freaking nuts. So, all right. Jared writes in with the great toilet paper shortage of 2020. Should the human race move forward and get a bidet? Yes. I had that conversation with my wife today. Are y'all going to get bidets for all the bathrooms? We talked about it. And then we, the conversation started based on a meme. What it was was someone had taken their their uh, garbage disposal, their dishwasher, or excuse me, the sink sprayer, <laughs> the spray nozzle, and they had <laughs> attached it to their toilet. And it was like, no toilet paper, no problem. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw <laughs> and, that one. <laughs> So uh, we they started off as a joke, and then we we're like, you know what? We should we probably should get a bidet. And then we started talking about something else. So we never actually came up with a conclusion of whether or not we're going to get one. So I'm going to go with maybe. Yeah, I might grab Doom and a bidet on the same day. The game's going to be that awesome. You'd be crapping your pants at the same time. I'm just going to bring it in my bathroom and shoot water at my butt and play Doom. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, Lord. All right. This is going to be the final question of the night because we're going to get out of here. <laughs> it's getting kind of weird. All right. Yeah, a lot of butt stuff. Oh, you can count on that. So Kali writes in and says, when the zombie apocalypse begins, which loot bro will be sacrificed first for the greater good of the other loot bros? I think we've already made the choice. The other two aren't here. <laughs> we have already sacrificed two of the hosts for the greater good. <laughs> when that when that was first posted in the group, I immediately thought Josh. Yeah, I did too. 
<laughs> Sorry, Josh, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, no one's going to miss him anyways. He's not on the show. <laughs> so, yeah, I immediately thought, Josh, that's one less selfie for us to deal with in the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, much love, Josh. Haha, <laughs> uh-huh, back at you. What's dog bounty hunter always say? Go Christ. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. This has been the Loot Bros podcast. Short and sweet. Lots of community questions. Uh, if you if you enjoyed the show, <laughs> or if you thought this one was a big fat stinker. Both are good reviews. Both of those are feedback, and we welcome feedback. So uh, go to the podcast, write us a review, go to the Facebook group, leave us some feedback, shoot us a message, make a meme, uh, go buy some toilet paper, do all the things. Tanner, you got anything else? Uh, Yeah, just go buy all the toilet paper. Don't buy any hand sanitizer or any cleaning products whatsoever. <laughs> just buy toilet paper. Mm-hmm. It'll solve all your problems. <laughs> we just want you guys to constantly buy up all the toilet paper. <laughs> Don't leave anything for anybody. Yeah, okay. So, all right. Well, we appreciate you guys for listening, and we will catch you next week. Stay safe, stay clean, and wash your hands. Holla, holla. Yes, wash your hands. Bye bye. <laughs>